I assume you can't say nothing defamatory and you can't say fuck, piss, or cunt. That right? Or anus? I think I'll be all right then. Feliz Años Nuevos. Happy New Year. Hey. Matt Hayes here. I'm here with Bob Palin in Chicago. We're Matt and Bob. This is the Analysis. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The new logo era carries us into 2018. We're still rocking and rolling. Uh, much like Netflix model, last year we put out about 30, 40 episodes. This year we're going to try to make that number 1,338. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> we got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Opposite have, schedules. It's yeah, the, the opposite schedules. And, you know, our, our fans, our waiting fans, thank you for hanging with <laughs> us. Uh, the holiday definitely provided some challenges in order for us to get together. Uh, but we're here. It's Sunday. It's it's Golden Globes night, actually. So the night yeah. we're recording, it's Golden Globes. You going to be watching? Yeah, yeah. I got it on record. So I think I'm going to watch some of the football game and, and see if there's any kind of bleed over. And, you know, hopefully I'll be about 30, 45 minutes behind. So I'll be able to kind of coast through commercials for a good part of it. But yeah, I'll I be guess watching. I might, record, I might record it too. I think, you know, me and you used to kind of go hard with the Oscars and you still do. And, you know, I worked it once one year and that was really cool, but you know, Golden Globes is always fun. I like Ricky Gervais when he did it. The he had yeah. some great jokes there. Seth Meyers, I'm kind of lukewarm on. Uh, just I guess I guess awards in general, I'm like kind of checked yeah. out. Much like it's gonna everyone be very else. political. There's already there's five actresses that are going to be bringing as their plus one. Um, they're bringing like protesters or uh, ad. Um, right. Yeah. They're yeah. So. They're going yeah, to. Yeah, whatever. It's going to be very political again. Um, so you know, it's just sometimes it, it it beats you down. But um, overall, I think it's uh, should be I don't, pretty fun. I'm not going to sit down and watch the entire thing on on record or live for that matter. Um, I will kind of be interested to to see who wins at the end of the day. But I guess right now, I I'm actually more interested to see who pulls out you know the critics' choice because that's usually the best indicator. Mm-hmm. of oscar wins but you yeah. know it's just it's hard to get excited about who's gonna win these awards anymore with just the climate it's like there's yeah you know you're like hey who do you think is gonna win best picture really is that really important this year matt well, uh, hollywood's so, just uh, terrible yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you can't even talk about it anymore yeah it, it does definitely take the wind out of the sails I don't even know what the uh, Golden Globe nominations are, but uh, let's. Uh, I like to work off this playlist because you know throughout the year you feel like you. There's a lot of movies that are like, oh man, that was like the best movie I saw this year, but that was like back in February. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you don't know if that lasts. So by the time like the end of the year gets around and everything kind of just sinks to the bottom, and I feel like you forget some things that you liked. I feel like the, like the critics' choice list is usually a big a, a good idea. L- l- let me read off the best picture noms and see if any of these interest you. The Big Sick, remember that? That was a good yeah. one. Uh, Call was... Me By Your Name, okay. I've seen. Uh, I think that deserves, uh, That's it's beautiful, uh, by the director of uh, Bigger Splash, which Ralph Fiennes was hilarious in. Okay. Darkest Hour, we all knew that was going to get some, yeah. some love. Your um, boy, English, Gary Oldman. It's, he's not my boy. Uh, uh, he's super I, English, I, and you're super English. I think, I think Jonathan Lithgow is doing great work as uh, Winston Churchill on The Crown, and I don't this, it's such like an Oscar grab, like, yeah. and the post too, right? Yeah, Which they I both they both feel like required reading at this point. I'm like, ah, oh, God, yeah. I know I'm gonna have to have a, I know I'm gonna have to watch it to have an opinion because we get into the Oscars and literally in the new logo, the new logo era, I'm the cartoon holding the Oscar, so <laughs> yeah. I have to, yeah. I have to. Yeah, it's true. 
Mr. I have Khaki. to see it as required reading. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's. I'm not I'm not thrilled about watching either hey, of those. Here, here's my uh, my fear, where it's like tentpole comic book heroes, summer flicks are kind of also now these. Well, we got to have an, an Oscar picture. Yeah, let's you know the this, Wonder this Woman Oscar. you're saying. Well, no, no, no. I'm no. I'm saying like studios are like okay, we've got our tentpole oh, summer blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. Now we need our like definite gonna win some awards yeah. picture. Whereas Is there something before, in English history that we could kind of work up again. Yeah. All right. Okay. Dunkirk that hasn't been done yet. We could do the cool thing. Okay. Something with Nazis. Someone like you know fucking over the Nazis or siding with the Nazis. Yeah. Is there anything Nazis? That Biopics. We... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's like it's such a a grab for hardware as opposed to like these are the best. You know, these are, like, the best yeah. pictures. It's yeah. like they're really trying to win the award. And I, I kind of don't – I don't like Yeah, that, that. always turns it's, me off. I, I felt that way with Lincoln a lot, too, even though that was Spielberg and and uh, Kushner. And, you know, there was, there was a lot of very talented names I, attached. But I was like, they're clearly just trying to win Oscars on this. I agree, but it was cool to see a master kind of mm-hmm. recreate a figure in such a specific degree. It's like – yeah, that you was kind of cool. get to see what Link like based on this guy's insan insanity and his genius and his method and all that crap. You, you get to kind of see what he might have been like, yeah. like the closest thing. I agree. Know? Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis was uh, definitely the saving grace in that, but it definitely felt like an opposite grab as well. But for sure. Um. So anyway, all right. Darkest Hour, Dunkirk. Um. I I feel like we split on that movie. I can't remember. No, I, you I loved be, it. Yeah, I and, was and, into and, it. Yeah, yeah, I was into it too. Um. I I kind of I I disagree with a lot of the um the major critiques of it being boring but it was it was beautiful fantastic the, the sound was amazing and uh, it uh, i think it did fall short of the scope like it kind of the, the the sparse speeches the the single pilot the 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 solitary boat it's like yeah, there's there's thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of people mm-hmm. anyway but that's that's going back um florida project you've seen i still have yet to i don't know why i keep putting it off <coughs> But uh, it it is kind of a front runner for some Oscar love, at least you know, rounding out <clears throat> rounding out the top ten anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then we got to Get Out, which um, I think people forget about. That was back in like February, March. That's gonna be and the that, one that you put a star on, and that's gonna be the iconic movie this year that we're talking about in twenty years. I feel. Do you do you see that winning uh, a movie that came out in February late no, February? No, I don't see it. I don't see it winning any awards necessarily besides maybe original screenplay. Yeah. But I definitely think in terms of an iconic movie, people will be talking about and almost like the movie we're going to be talking about today, there's a great line from Adam Scott uh, when he's talking about disaster artists and he's going, people are still talking about The Room 20 years after its creation and he was like, "Go back and Whatever movie won Best Oscar, I guarantee you, people aren't talking about it the same way that they're talking about The Room today. And he's like, "That's an yeah. a, that's a, such a, an, a, an amazing accomplishment in itself." And I think for that, if you it's if almost you, more. Go ahead. Well, it, no, real quick. I guess it, it's more amazing to be that bad than it is to be Oscar good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the fact that Tommy Wiseau paid for it to stay in theaters for two weeks so it could be <laughs> nominated for an Oscar, potentially. Yeah. Uh, so many hilarious threads but yeah i think people will be talking about get out get out is definitely the most talked about movie this year Mm -hmm. um everyone's now excited for uh 
Jordan Peele to make movies now that everyone's like, this is this parable for everything that's going on in society. It draws all these, um, you know, parallels. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's the most talked about movie of the year. Uh, and it's cool. It's always cool to see a movie that comes out early in the year, last the cycle and still be on the tip of people's yeah. tongues. And when they, when they film out their ballots. Um, all right. So now we got Lady Bird, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, the post, which neither of us has seen. Uh, I think we all kind of know what that movie is going to be. I mean, I was kind of excited to see it based on reputation alone. I mean, I, I was into Spotlight. I thought Spotlight was great. Yeah. Um, but uh, this definitely definitely feels like Spotlight point two, and maybe it'll be a good movie. I mean, Tom Hanks is nominated. You got Meryl Streep in there. Um, and then Shape of Water. I'm excited to see. I and am then too. finally rounding out this list, three billboards outside of Missouri. Hey. Let's start oh, there. Let's start there yeah. today. Let's do it. So three. So Bill I saw Bird. this a while ago. When it, I saw it, I think opening weekend, I was really excited about it. Um, McDonough, you're a big, a big McDonough, fan of his plays. McDonough guy. Yeah. Seven Psychopaths, hilarious. Um, in, in Bruges, at, probably in my top five films. I I really every time really? I watch it, I, yeah. I, I I like it more and more. At least top ten, if I'm being serious. Okay. Um. Yeah, so McDonough, he uh, he's now doing these dark comedies. So super dark. Can I say now, with Frances McDormand being in both this movie and being kind of the queen of the Coen Brothers stuff, or some of the Coen uh-huh. Brothers stuff, is she just officially the queen of just dark comedies, like pitch black comedies? It's just her thing now. I think. I mean, you got Fargo in this, and. Um... I'm blanking on what else. Well, she's done like Burn After Reading. She's, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. I mean, again, it's just some of the blackest comedies that I can think of that I've seen in my lifetime. She stars in two of them, and she'll probably be nominated if not has a very good chance to win for both. Who's that chicken uh, misery? That old movie. What's her name? Kathy Bates. Kathy, this, she's like a badass Kathy Bates in a way. Does does that ring true to you at all? I it's yeah. just the girl. She's like soup. She's just like this hard core badass bitch who's funny and a fantastic actress yeah she's um she's super great so this i i love this movie um, i did i did too i think yeah. i i'm i'm wrestling with my my favorite movie this year being either this one or the disaster artist um if you, if you don't count get out um but it's like in terms of like the dramas this year uh uh-huh. I, I definitely um I was soup I was so into this movie. And yeah. and I loved what they did with the character arcs because you know me, I'm a big guesser. You know, I kinda like to see where <laughs> yeah. I like uh-huh. I I see where they Oh, they, I knew that was gonna happen. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh you know, I I I see where they establish these characters in the beginning of the movie and just knowing a general story arc and you know, I could kind of two thirds of the way into the movie kind of see where they're gonna they wrap that arc up because normally a character starts in one place and they'll end in a completely different place so you know i'm starting to in the beginning of this movie make assumptions like okay we've got we've got this this kind of we'll start with sam rockwell you know and he's this racist cop and it's like okay you know and and i'm I'm making general assumptions about where his character is going to go but you know they kind of take him in a uh, 180 and he almost becomes our hero in the end of the story yeah and you know even anti-hero yeah and even Frances mcdormand like you're like okay you know she's here she is and she's gonna be she's completely she is she has a lot of flaws in her own and yeah and it kind of comes out in that scene with peter dinklage in the end where he's like fuck you lady 
You know, yeah, and he's like, right? what gives you... I just saved your ass. Yeah, and he's like, you're fucking lighting police stations on fire and doing this. And he's like, don't... You know, don't act like this is charity. He's like, I asked you on a date politely. And, you know, she has you her own. You could have said no. Yeah. Yeah. She has her own flaws, too. Um, but, you know, even with like, you know, who burned down the billboards, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff, just kind of uh, each character arc kind of goes in a, in a different direction. Even and even I'm, I'm thinking like um, uh, another guy who's been in a lot of McDonough movies um, besides Sam Rockwell um, is um, Woody. And, you know, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Well, real quick, like the thing that um, highlights Francis McDormand's character's flaws is how well they humanize Woody Harrelson. Yeah. He's like, so he's such a good guy. Yeah. You're like, God, you got to lay off this dude a little. I mean, he's battling cancer. No, fuck the police. Yeah, like, not even my daughter. Not even <laughs> battling cancer, like the most, the worst cancer, like pancreas cancer. It's just yeah, the yeah. Of he's death. dead. Yeah, he's gonna be done. Yeah. And yeah, and so and and you're thinking like, oh, you're gonna see kind of like the because when he starts off so nice and sweet, I'm like, oh, what is you're gonna find out that he's this asshole. He's gonna leverage the town against her, you know. And yeah. Then, and then no, not he at all. He doesn't even put up a fight. He's just like, look, I know we we haven't done our job. It's hard. I'm yeah, sorry. you gotta understand and, that sometimes you just gotta catch a break. You know, just take somebody, you know, talking too loud in a prison cell or something. And that's kind of uh-huh. how some of these turn. And, and we don't have any evidence. We don't have any forensic evidence to go on here, lady. And and it's completely understandable. Yeah. And the, the thing with this movie that I think, I mean, Seven Psychopaths, I thought was a lot of fun, but it probably wasn't as as great as this or well received even. Yeah. Um, it's just like. It, it it's about a a daughter who has been raped and burned alive, <laughs> and, and and it's it's funny somehow. I mean that's so weird to say. Like yeah yeah. It the subject matter is and the guy is so good at turning the why dark am I laughing at matter. this? Yeah, I mean the pillow man's a good example that play. Um, that's some fucked up shit. And mm-hmm. his plays, it's just really dark. But there are moments of of levity and i think he's kind of the master at that yeah yeah and the the there's just the performances here completely elevate it to a different level especially sam rockwell because that character just uh-huh and so and then you know then, then you get the insight about like the relationship with his father and you're going okay you know the, the mother's racist and he's like raised by his mother he's got to take care of his mother so you can kind of see some of that and he's like fighting against this but you know needs to learn to to let love into his life to you know truly achieve greatness um in a police role and I, I don't know i just i was in all of that like i was just his whole character and and and, and the layers he was able to kind of put weren't in weren't you going to go see a different movie that night you're like oh well caitlin wants to go see this and uh, it's between that and like three billboards I yeah like, i wanted to go see yeah I, was, I think i was going to see either that or shape of water oh yeah, yeah. and so anyway yeah, uh, I love what he likes. So Sam Rockwell, he comes in and just like the guy that rents out the billboards, <laughs> throws him right out the window. Well, do you know actually? Piece of shit out of him. You know that kid, the the kid who's renting out the billboards is actually the twerpy weird brother in Get Out. It's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also in American May, which I thought was a great movie. And, uh, the, and a, the, Tom Tom Cruise. Uh, another another. Um, funny thing is the kid from manchester by the sea is in both this movie he plays the son he plays francis mcdormand's son and he also plays um the one of the boyfriends in ladybird yeah so that Lady dude's Bird. just been that, on fire in the indie scene the guy's a 
batting a thousand on Oscar. Yeah, he's, bait, just, <laughs> he's just whoever his agent is uh, can really pick a script. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, he's, he kills it too. I mean, I mean it's really he, not. He, d- he does his thing, but. Lonner, Kenneth Lonergan and Martin McDonough are pretty bankable names. If if you get uh-huh. offered an opportunity, uh, I would yeah. I would go there too. Um, three billboards, slam dunk. Uh, well, Sam Rockwell is really. I mean, Francis McDormand is definitely the star. And Lucas Hedges, by I, the way, is that kid's name. Right. So I saw this a few months ago, and you know, you had me put on record who I thought was getting nominated. I think I had script, best actress, best supporting actor. Do you agree with those? Yeah, uh, I have at least Rockwell is going to get nominated. Um, she's for certainly going to get nominated. Um, script is going to get nominated. Do you think it gets nominated for director as well? He's, he'll get nominated for both? Because um, di- yeah, director's well, tough. That's hard to say. In um, Best Picture. It, it'll it be nominated could, for could Best be. Picture for sure. It'll be, yeah, it'll be in the top ten, and then you know the directors kind of weed out the five that have a chance. Um I, I think it could be. I, I guess I don't really... I haven't seen everything yet. I, I don't really have an opinion. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. It, I, I think it's it's definitely... I, I don't know. It, it feels like it's a top five. It, it feels like it's the best five. Okay. Um, no, I, I, I'm going to... I'm going to go on record and say that he won't... You can put it on the board, board bet, that he won't get nominated for Best Director. But okay. um, he'll be nominated I think he'll for get nominated. Best Original Screenplay. Win. Uh, Francis McDormand, and then um, there's going to be, I think Sam Rockwell has a really good chance to make some noise in the supporting actor. Wasn't he great in like just his little idi- his little idiosyncrasies that he added outside of the text, like his little scoffs and body? Yeah, and uh, he's so great. <laughs> he's so great. Yeah, that stuff was a lot of fun. All right, three billboards, slam dunk, moving on. Uh, what's, what's next? Disaster Artist? Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. I did not. I did not. Uh, so I went to the theater to see Lady Bird. Loved it. We'll talk about that next. I uh, was coming out with my friend, like, and some, some buddy of, buddies of ours were coming into the theater to see Disaster Artist at, like, you know, the 11 p.m. showing. And she's like, oh, I got to get back to my kid, like my husband, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I left him alone with him. But I kind of want to go see Disaster Artist. <laughs> and this is my friend Lauren from Chicago. We actually, I remember kind of getting introduced to the room with her as oh, well. Oh, cool. So we're like, let's do it. So we, we saw Lady Bird and Disaster Artist on a back-to-back doubleheader. What a great and day. And so I meet, meet uh, yeah, what, honestly, probably the, the I, it's gonna be the best doubleheader I've ever seen. Yeah. It's, uh, it was the perfect combo as well. Um, nice little, uh, indie drama followed by a hilarious, fun romp. Yes. Uh, Disaster Artist was incredibly fun. It was awesome. James Franco. I mean, like, you know, these guys have done, uh, what, the interview and all that, this dumb stuff before. They keep, I, I think you had whole... the quote, who takes more chances than these guys? Yeah, and... who takes more creative chances than Seth Rogen and James Franco? And they did the, uh, what was the end of the world movie that they did? Um, uh, at World's at, End? No. No, because um, that was the Simon Pegg one. Uh, Simon Pegg. But yeah. Uh, uh, something like that. The but... end of the world or something. Yeah, at the end of the world, um, or something. Uh, but uh, they did that. They, you know, they did the interview, which kind of blew up in their face. But you know, at least I'll give them credit for trying and taking the creative chance. Uh, they did. Got banned. They did the hot dog movie, um, the adult kind of. Oh yeah, sausage food, party. Sausage party, like that shit was. I, I had I had some issues with it, but overall, I just thought it. You know, what a great. Uh, 
just what a great chance to take. And, you know, I a, lo- a lot of people love that. Um, so Nick Kroll's the giant douche. Giant douche. But they, this this was another just, Ugh. like, the, just knowing people's fanfare with this and, and, and to go and do a behind-the-scenes and Franco nails, absolutely nails Tom Yeah. Um, you, have you, did you see The Room? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, and, I think, yeah, because the music box in Chicago, I remember meeting Tommy Wiseau. I went to, like, a screening because mm-hmm. uh, he's he's at all of them. He goes, yeah, somehow. he goes to everything. I guess he has something else to do. But, I mean, um, well, because in college, you know, our buddies Randy Colburn, uh, you know, those guys, the, the higher-ups of the theater department, they introduced us, or me, to Troll 2, mm-hmm. which at the time was kind of regarded as the worst movie ever made. Then this comes out in two thousand eight or whatever, and it it kind of stole the the belt a little bit. Yeah, no one talks about Troll uh, Two. No one's doing the making of Troll Two. Yeah, I mean that's kind of done. In, I, because I, Tommy I think Troll Wiseau Two might be worse. Tommy but Wiseau, Tommy Wiseau, Wiseau is makes so, it more interesting. Yeah, he's so interesting in the mystery behind him and the fact that no one knows how he made his money. No one knows where he's from. No one knows how old he is. Yeah. And and now that these mysteries are kind of coming to light, people are solving them, and I'm just doing my best not to hear any of that chatter because I love the fact that we don't know. <laughs> you know? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Some people are like, well, I guess he made his millions doing like some real estate like parking lot thing. I was like, I, don't, I honestly don't care. Like, I'd prefer not to know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think eventually I'd like to know because, but either way. Um, but yeah, he, he's such an interesting character and that's what makes the absurdity of the room so great. And I love the living hell out of the room and, you know, me and Caitlin watched it, uh, together, uh, and, uh, so she could have a reference level. And I, I really think, would you think that you could enjoy the movie to its fullest had you not seen the room? No, but not to its fullest. But I think you could walk in there and have a blast. I, I think they do a great job of being like, hey, this guy's fucking weird. You know, you don't and, – and, you know, they play the scenes back-to-back at the end, so you kind of get in on the fun there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's still absurd. It, it's not like an inside joke. The movie is still funny. I've talked to people that haven't seen The Room. They thought it was great. Yeah. Um, it's definitely helpful to have that reference level, but it's a, it's such a – it's a complete opposite of the room in that it's a, a good movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. You don't have to see some piece of shit to enjoy a good movie. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. So you you saw it right before seeing Disaster Artist. Yeah, I had rewatched it right before, and it, see, it had been like ten years for me, and I I still remembered pretty much everything. And uh, when we were watching the movie, we watched it opening weekend, and it was a full audience, and it was a great reminder of going to the going to see a film in the theater and how sometimes as a collective that can be great and just oh yeah absolutely add to an experience and i think i had mentioned on an earlier podcast but after the movie people were standing up and applauding i mean i'd say half the theater like stood up and and applauded the film and uh, anytime franco did like a a a why so ism uh, people just just lost it any sort of like half chuckle or like bring football you know kind of thing people just would lose it yeah and those are the people that are familiar with the room and have been to these screenings like mm-hmm. like the rocky horror-esque like bringing the the cards or whatever the hell the spoons bring and they yeah talk. they bring the spoons yeah, the spoons toss stuff up in the air and you're you're shouting along and you're adding lines mm-hmm. uh these late night screenings of, of bad movies i mean i don't think rocky horror is that bad but uh 
in whatever in general it's it's a lot of fun it definitely adds a whole well they've lot started to, the to they've started to do the the drug dealer scene they've started to have people come out and act out that scene like uh-huh. like a rocky horror they'll have two actors yeah. stand in front of the screen and do it which is pretty funny <laughs> and uh, then efron's great in that little bit uh efron's definitely a yeah guy. yeah I yeah completely 180 on i used to just the whole high school musical and like hot dude dancing around i was like get out of here but i really think he's a lot of fun and uh just i've completely uh, 180 I, I still think he's a tool well you're a tool so you that's probably because you guys have been hanging out in the no not at all I, i've just heard stories about him from people that work as you know in the soho house where he hangs out and he'll be around a table of producers and writers and be like all right so what's what uh, what hot chick can we get in this next movie second so bang and like yeah just overheard conversation like that it's mm-hmm. just Oh, he's okay. he's a d-bag um anyway uh but yeah yeah the the camaraderie of so it, it's kind of like going to stand-up comedy right like i i kind of i want to watch these dave Chappelle specials on netflix but i i don't want to watch it by myself mm-hmm. i'm just like oh yeah that was that was funny like we talked about before when his last two specials yeah and you, and you watch you, you them like at nine o'clock line. yeah mm-hmm it's 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 more fun if it's like a you laugh when other people are laughing. It's 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 like a yawn where it kind of catches on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that's gonna do great. I, I I don't even know. I don't care if it wins awards. Uh, I think it will. I, I guess. I, uh, I mean, because comedy comedies don't usually do well at Oscars. Franco whatever, will probably but. be nominated, but there's I don't think it's gonna win much. Um, I just I, I also love Seth Rogen, and he's kind of the voice of anyone that's ever watched the movie, and he's kind of the script director, which is or the script supervisor, which is such a great uh-huh. character for him to be. <laughs> yeah. But because because he, he's trying to justify the shit that's happening in the movie. And for him just to go, like, when he walks into the, when they're finally, like, screening the movie and Tommy walks into the flower shop and she's like, oh, sorry, Johnny, I didn't recognize you. And Seth Rogen's like, how the fuck could you not recognize that guy? He's the most recognizable (laughs) guy I've ever seen. And, or just, you know, the scene which always has blown my mind, but when, um, when Mark says... Yeah, I knew a girl, and she went with a bunch of different guys, and then you know one of them caught wind, and, and she ended up in the hospital. And Tommy goes, "Ha ha ha, great story, Mark." Uh, and then yeah. just watching the back and forth of them trying to yeah. do takes, where it's like, "Hey, let's try one that like makes sense." And it's like, <laughs> "Yeah, where you're not laughing." Like Tommy, you wrote this. Like, can you just explain to me like why? Like, you know exactly <laughs> the context because you wrote this. Like, how are you laughing in this moment? You know, and it's just uh, so funny. I loved. All that like behind the scenes stuff, or just like watching that actress when she's watching the sex scenes and she's going like, "Oh my god, are they still going on? Like, this is still yeah. happening?" Because <laughs> the sex scenes go on for like ten minutes. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Uh, they they do so. I mean, the shot for shot recreation, uh, like in the end credits, it's like amazing the detail. Mm-hmm. It, it's spot on. It's so great. Um, yeah, just just a ton, of, a ton of fun. Yeah, so Seth Rogen gets to kind of be like the 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 kind of the director's commentary yeah. live like as we're watching it it's so cool um it's kind of mystery science theater while the movie is playing God, all the bits with like odenkirk being the acting teacher and uh just <laughs> or him him needing his own toilet and it's like hey dude there's a toilet like an actual toilet here with doors and you, you could just <laughs> he use had this. one no this is a real yeah, hollywood he... movie no a real hollywood movie no i have a private toilet private bathroom um, and then uh, what he 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 approaches uh, 
Oh man, Judd Apatow and that that restaurant and uh, that was a nice little bit of imagining of uh, yeah. I, you know who knows if that actually happened, but it's a great scene to include. And just because you want it doesn't mean you get to have it. Yeah, which is a which is a great point. And there's so many yeah. Tommy Wiseaus that fill up you know audition rooms and waste people's time that it makes yes, it harder. Yeah. It makes it harder for people that actually study the craft. But uh-huh. that's that's a conversation for a different day for sure. Yeah, my buddy Seth Rogen, you know my neighbor. He lives. Yeah, he lives right on the street from you. Yeah, I overheard him talking at this bar, and he's a douchebag too. No, he's great. Uh, I I was coming home from a bar at like four a.m. and he was getting into his car to go to work. You're like, hey, it's me. Hey, so stuff. All right, moving on to the first part of my that doubleheader, Ladybird. Shout out to. Uh, Lori Metcalf, Tracy Letts, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. And she, and, oh, uh, wait, real quick. Do you, um, to, to, real quick to put a button on it. Besides Franco, do you think anyone think gets nominated for Disaster Artist? No. Okay. All right. Franco, Franco for director and actor. That's it. All right. Moving on. Um, Lady Bird, shout out. Now, this is being touted as, uh, well, a lot of people we respect and touted, um, broad-cheeked journalists are uh, are, are kind of going nuts over this. Like, 99% around Tomatoes, like, far and away best movie. And I loved it. Uh, I think there's a lot a lot of B-plus, A-minus stuff out there. There's a lot mm-hmm. kind of movies on the same plane that are good. I don't see this as a runaway slam dunk. Um, sure, sure, Ronan. Well, I, People are very yeah. into sure, sure, Ronan. Yeah. Sure, sure? Sure, sure. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. No, the movie is fantastic. It, it's like a it's a female boyhood. In well, yeah. A way. There's and it's and I've I've seen on Facebook or just like even Caitlin uh, has said how accurate this gets. Kind of coming of age teenage girls more so than almost any movie, and the just kind of the whole anxiety of being accepted to college. And it's it's honestly a theme that's done at least once a year. Like, weren't we do- talking mm-hmm. about Seventeen again last year? That was kind of the same type of movie. Yes. Uh, this one's definitely a lot more, uh, a lot more. Yeah, what are the other ones? Like, definitely, maybe. Yeah, there's uh, just all sorts of yeah. The, that whole you know, uh, I'm going away to college. Even super bad, you know, and that's dudes. But you know, the whole yeah. we're you know, this is a transitioning part of our life. Um, getting the whole parental thing and like saying goodbye to friends and you know, that, that whole thing. So, but, uh, this one definitely nails it for, for women apparently. But I, I thought, um, I, the Steppenwolf thing was great. I, I, Lori Metcalf was fantastic and she doesn't really get to work that much in film. No, no. I mean, Roseanne. And then, uh, I, I've seen her in some, uh, theater productions out here, uh, and back in uh, Chicago. Yeah. I think I saw Um, her in a show called November, a David Mamet show with nathan Lee. she was also in detroit oh yeah yeah the play of detroit think... in september in, in steppenwolf yeah mm-hmm. i think so but yeah and um, our buddy but, lucas uh, hedges doing his thing yeah yeah crushing it you know I, being a little gay yeah i like that he auditioned with into the woods in that in that little theater audition uh-huh that was yeah i <laughs> funny little touch a giant yeah, I, I see a really big giant <laughs> god um greta gerwig let's talk about her i mean uh i i don't francis ha was kind of her breakout thing yeah um, i remember seeing her in greenberg which was that uh noah bomback and uh ben stiller movie and she kind of plays the girl that 
hooks up with Ben Stiller a little bit when he's kind of bumming around in California. That was the first time in I ever saw him. What? In what? Greenberg? Greenberg. Oh, 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 Greenberg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never saw that movie. Um, it's pretty good. Give it Noah, a ba- Noah Baumbach, didn't he direct uh, Francis Ha? Yes. Yeah, so he, yeah. he's worked with her a bunch, and yeah, that kind of it like feels offbeat ver- that- kind of... Yeah, that movie felt very much like her sort of movie, though. I I, I think she might have written it, right? But she yeah, Francis Ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's correct. That is correct. It's, so and people are really upset that she's not getting any love for best directing, and um, that there there really isn't any female representation. Although there's some really good movies that came out that were directed by females, people are kind of uh, getting on that train as well. Because I, I actually think uh, if this movie is supposed to be one of the best movies of the year, she should be nominated. She should definitely be nominated for directing. Uh, I think she will. And, uh, well, I, it probably comes as no surprise that I'm looking at the list of Critics' Choice Awards. Again, the best indicator mm-hmm. of Oscar winnings. Uh, she's on there. Oh, okay. And we got a list of, uh, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven directors here. So it's going to be whittled down by two. But uh, take uh, any guesses you want to fill out the list here? Of the of the directors? Uh, yeah, Guillermo del Toro, um, yep. McDonough, yep. Uh, Jordan Peele? Yes. Uh, Curry, um, Dunkirk, what's his nuts? Uh, Chris Nolan? Chris Nolan, yes. Uh, shit, okay. Greta Gerwig? He already yep, gave that one five. to five. Um, oh, what's his nuts? Uh, Ridley Scott? For um, any man, any m- pr- million dollars or the price is too much or all the no money in the world, the, the, all the money, all the money in, the- in the world. No, no, he's not on there. Okay, uh, it is Martin McDonough and Steven Spielberg. Oh, Spielberg! I already said Martin Spielberg. McDonough, didn't I? Oh well. Uh, you did. Uh, Luca Guadiano, call me by your name. Oh, okay, I missed him. Okay, but what's so uh, Spielberg's big movie? Big movie this year is um. The post. The post, correct. Yeah. So um, no, uh, no James Franco, which wouldn't surprise me to be honest. But yeah. I think as an as an actor, he should be nominated. Who cares? The who movie's cares? fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. You know, it, that was a, that was a great movie. But yeah, who cares? But yeah, this is and and I really loved uh, Tracy Letts in this movie, and even though he's he's looking very old recently, the the white beard definitely aged him a bunch. Yeah. Uh, well, cause so he was in, um, Wiener Dog. Yeah, he's in Wiener Dog uh, with Getta he, Gerwig. Getta Gerwig's in Wiener Dog. Yeah, Maybe that's where they Yeah, that's up. right. I think so. Maybe. That's, that's probably where she was so like, like, I'm writing something. Him. I need a, you know, but you know, he's completely opposite character. I need a sweet, loving, understanding father. As opposed to like a, an asshole. Yeah, just a rich fucking hoity <laughs> toy. Heal, motherfucker. Heal. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> Uh, I forget the, the movie completely, but th- there's like a a kid that goes to a private school, um, and he he whatever. Um, Tracy Letts is kind of the the dean of that school. I t- totally forgot the name of that movie, mm, but okay. uh, it came out I think this year. Um, yeah, he 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 loves playing the. Uh, he's kind of like taken over the Jeff Daniels. Remember Jeff Daniels in like was it the whale and the whale squid versus... and the whale, squid and the whale. Yeah, kind of like that uh, that asshole pompous yeah uh professor mm-hmm. bearded per, like, intellect authoritative yeah. yeah bearded intellect um speaking of real quick have you seen i mean godless i've not Daniels seen godless yet fantastic it seems uh, like a vehicle that would be very good for him though i need to get it there's so yeah. much stuff man i've been i've been working my CMU. way through the new black yep see the new black mirrors and you know so 
I get you know I I I get behind quickly. But yeah, uh, I don't I don't know really what to say about Lady Bird, and I feel like I'm doing it a disservice. Um, not kind of I'm, waxing on about it. it um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's so much better than. And this genre has led to a lot of good movies. Like I would, I would consider this kind of the, a type of movie like a Juno, right? Or like, yeah. You ever see Ghost World? I think it has, where it's kind it of has like more awkward, weight than Juno. Awkward teenage girl, like part of your life. Um, you ever see Ghost World? It's like Scarlett Johansson. No, I don't think I did. Okay, yeah, just kind of the awkward teenage chick movie. Yeah, but it's not even. It's not even about that. It's just like. It's just so human and and simple. It's a simple story yeah. told really wonderfully, and and it, it just it almost like doesn't feel like you're watching a movie. It's just like this is like a, a documentary almost, or you're just kind of like next to these people in real life. It's it's so real. Yeah, the and comedy stripped, is stripped so away. natural too. Yeah, it's very very natural, and I guess in this day and age is uh, a miracle mm-hmm. to behold this uh, this natural simple well-told drama yeah my favorite um, scene is just when she's trying to trying on her prom dress and she comes out and she likes the one and her mom's like well it's a little pink and she's she's very critical and she's like can't you just tell me that i look nice like one time can you just do something yeah. and she's like well do you want my honest opinion and she it's a very honest question she's like do you even like me mom like i understand that you love me you're obligated to love me but like do you actually like like me as a person uh, yeah. and i think that that scene was just um heartbreaking in a lot of different ways um, you know, it's not, you know, it doesn't beat you over the head, but it's just, this is an honest question. And just based on the snapshot that we get of that life, it's, it, I think it was a warranted question. Um, but you know, and then, yeah. and that's what pays off her mother, uh, having the, you know, that, that scene in the airport at the end of the movie. And that's what makes that moment so beautiful. Cause there is a doubt there, you know? Yeah. It is crazy that, uh, that she doesn't get out of the car at the airport. Yeah. Well, that's uh, just tragic. Um, it's, it, it is the whole like mother daughter relationship it is, it's kind of, it's out of my reach mm-hmm. in terms of understanding it completely, but it, it does seem overly critical in, in, at least in the way that it's portrayed in a lot of movies. And I, I'm not sure where that, that comes from, but it, it does seem like, yeah, why, why would you be so critical of your daughter? Like what, what, mm-hmm. why, this is mean, um, but it, it it rings true, I'm sure, to millions of people. Yeah, and that's why it's you know anybody that's seen it just connects to it instantly. And I know it was Caitlin's favorite movie, and it was a great it was a great laugh and crier, you know, where you're able yeah. to have both. Uh, I was I was pretty emotional at the end of it, especially um, in that scene with the with the airport. Um, yeah, me too. Um, there was uh, yeah, not really a dry eye in the theater i mean nothing like what i experienced with lion last year i mean i was just like waterworks yeah but um but this but like a you know a happy cry though yeah Th- those always kind of like get people going more there this and and coco definitely uh a lot of people get emotional mm-hmm. uh, me as well i you have to check that out we can talk about it i um, i will say though in terms of um starring what's going to get nominated I think she gets the nomination for director. I think she definitely... I think there's two wins in this movie. Uh, possibly three. I think that uh, I think that it's going to win for Best Original Screenplay. And I think that Laurie Metcalf is going to win for Best Supporting Actress. Best Supporting Actress. And I think Saoirse yeah. Ronan is going head-to-head with Frances McDormand. And she might even win because she's super due. 
and they do like to award kind of first time up and coming uh, careers. So I'm I'm going wait, to wait wait wait. Are you saying they're going to award Sir Sharon over as an upcomer or over Francis over Frances McDormand being due? No no. Frances McDormand's already won, so she's not due. Oh, I see. But Sir Sharon's been nominated already for Brooklyn and. Uh, yeah, she... easily could have won. Yeah, so at least she's been nominated for Brooklyn. I can't remember if she's been nominated, but I think that they'll. they'll um, pay her I off. think I think she was nominated for Atonement as Best Supporting. She was okay. I think and she's so. great. I, I, like I she... love that movie. I was just talking about yeah. that movie the other day. But so I would uh, say this is like you love to hate her in that movie. Director, uh, I would say writing um, gets a nomination and a win, and I would say Best Supporting Actress gets a nomination and a win, and definitely. So you're you're taking. Uh... You're taking Lady Bird over Billboards and Get Out yes. for original screenplays. Correct. All right, I think those are going to be the the heavy hitters. I, I haven't seen it yet, but Shape of Water seems like it could be a uh, a solid yeah. original screenplay. I, I always like this the screenplay categories. I feel like they're the most um, competitive. Yes, I, and, and it's and, always uh, the best indicator of of a movie that's going to stand the test of time. Yeah, and and I feel like the the ones that win are are the most deserving correct like i feel like i feel like they get those right more than they do best picture yeah there's never just a, a shocker yeah mm-hmm. you're like well, these are all fantastic mm-hmm. yeah cool all right um yeah I th- all right yeah put it on the board put it on the board Sir Ronan winning best actress and the mother uh greta gerwood winning best i think the big dark movie. horse is picking laurie metcalf but i really i i would be hard-pressed to find because it's the epitome of a supporting role i mean that role just yeah. drives that inner monologue of the of the lead so much and it's it's the the whole nothing works without that that mother and that relationship um being believable and honest and i can't give you another supporting actress right better. now i can't think of uh yeah well yeah. <laughs> so that's another great reason um, <laughs> so there's no one else that we can think of Exactly. Well, it's not like the year I'm going to tell my own home here. We're at Tilda Swinton, best supporting for Michael Clayton, Dark Horse of Dark Horses, yeah. beat out uh, what's her name in um, Gone Girl was the favorite. Do you remember that? Rosemond, Rosamund Pike? No, not Rosamund. Uh, not Gone Girl, sorry. Gone Baby Gone. Oh, yeah, Amy Ryan. Yeah, Amy Ryan, everyone thought was going to win. Tilda Swinton, mm-hmm. Michael Clayton. One year of the year that year. Big year. Yeah, it's a big yeah, one. Big year. Inaugural, inaugural win, <laughs> the, 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 the first annual. Anyway. Uh, all right, well, that's going to wrap that up where it went, bas- went past our tight 30 a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But, uh, you got an extra yeah, we'll, movie uh, there, Yeah, we got one extra movie. So uh, we'll, um, I think we'll next week we'll try to get a Pixar, the best of Pixar episode. Yeah, tune after in. We, after we've both seen Coco. And then uh, followed by, we're going to kind of hit some binge-worthy, binge-worthy TV, a lot of Netflix original stuff coming out there as always um kind of seeing what 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 people are watching what what they're binging what's working yeah. on i mean the the holiday season is a great time to sit in front of the couch and just like pound away at some, some stuff so i do a lot of pounding yeah yeah big time pound that ass <laughs> sucker all right all right well everybody <laughs> thanks for listening thanks for hanging with us Hold my hand. See you later. Bye, Mark. Oh, bye, Mark. Oh, bye. This reporter, for one, hopes this finally puts an end to the strange saga of the three billboards outside. This doesn't put an end to shit, you fucking retard. This is just a fucking start. Why don't you put that on your good morning Missouri fucking wake up broadcast, bitch? Cause I got hit.